If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at one 800 273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Welcome to the Resident Evil Lorecast, the podcast that will explore the various mediums and lore of the Resident Evil franchise, such as the video games, movies, novels, and more. And here are your hosts, Ariel, Daniel, and Aaron. Got something that might interest you. <laughs> well, welcome back to the Resident Evil Lorecast. I'm your host, Aaron. Joining me is the uh, incredible, amazing, illustrious Ariel. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and uh, this awesomely fantastic guy, uh, his name is... Um, what was your name? Lacerate. Uh, Daniel. Got it. Lacerate. Hi there. <laughs> Heather. Heather is joining us today. No, I said hi there. <laughs> but I could be like, Heather. Uh, all jokes aside, though, today's patron day, because we have two wonderful patrons with us. We have uh, Naked Mango and uh, Chaotic Kia. What the fuck? What's up? up? Good morning. <laughs> yeah, God, I think damn. I always say good morning because it's morning where I am. Every time. It's dark here. Mm-hmm. We don't believe in day. It's the dark time. <laughs> it's fine. It's the dark time. I did my time in the dark. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, uh, yeah, today is a uh, patron choice chat today. So the patrons are going to be bringing us uh, a topic of their choice, and we're going to butcher it. That's how it works, right, Ariel? Um, or we just talk about what they want to talk about. Oh, I totally read the instructions wrong on this one. You can't even read. <laughs> so we didn't I can't. I thought you were going to bring that up. We just gave you a blank <laughs> piece of paper and said it was the instructions. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, so uh, to get this ball rolling, uh, who has something they want to talk about? I've got one. Let's go. What do we got? Um, just kind of a general question. What do you, which which game do you think has the best gameplay <clears throat> or story? And I know everyone's first answer for the most part is going to be four. So I just want to take that one off the table because it's kind of universally recognized as the best. <laughs> <laughs> is the best. That's not even cool. Haha. 
What's yours, Ariel? Okay, with four off the table. I'd have to go with two. Really? Yeah. Huh. What, yours is better? No. It's not at all. <laughs> I... <laughs> I like the story of two. I liked the whole first day on the job type thing late. And all of a sudden there's a zombie apocalypse and, you know, fuck. And running around and now you've got this fucking creepy ass stalker and it just. It is a really good story. Do you line. prefer the old or the remake? Game, yeah. Like gameplay wise. Follow up quick. Uh, okay. Gameplay wise, definitely the remake. I do love the original for its nostalgia, but mm. no, remake. Mm, I like the original for its Easter eggs. Yeah. I felt like it had more Easter eggs in the original than it did the remake. Yeah. I mean, same with three, though. I mean, yeah. three original had fuck oh. tower. Yeah, I was to say, it had <laughs> the clock tower. Yeah. <laughs> How do you fuck that up? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even. Please view. <laughs> Please go back to this podcast if you want to know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Daniel, what's yours? Well, normally it would be five, so like Ariel, we'd have to take five off the table. <laughs> oh, somebody's being fair. Oh. Yeah. But I mean, I do love five. But I would probably, and this is going to be uh, known already, is it probably be zero? I knew you were gonna say it, Rebecca. Yeah, but I think the idea that they, when they did that one was pretty neat. About basically, you're on a train for a chunk of it, and then of course, then you have to like the story overall of it. But Rebecca, I think Zero does have a good story. It does. We'll say for them going backwards and doing a prequel post one. Uh, I've definitely seen people do uh, just make things like that awful. Zero did a really good job of keeping the story going and giving a what happened here uh, story and not ruining it. Greed. Yeah, I was going to say, I have to agree with that. See, I chose a good one. I <laughs> don't like Zero, though, because of the stupid item management system. You don't like only having like two <laughs> uh, item slots? God, no. Oh, this is so least, irritating. Well, at least with Zero, you could go back and get the item. We just tossed yeah, this on the floor it's here. Just, it was right. so freaking annoying to be like, all right, where am I going to put this? Yes, the backtracking. Uh, yes, there's Kia. backtracking in all of the Resident Evil games, though. That's like the main priority of a Resident Evil game. Yeah. Backtracking. Yeah, but now you double. It's, it. it's how they turn a three-hour <laughs> yeah, yeah. game. Four, four, hours. No, I'll need later. Yeah. I mean, even four had backtracking. Hmm. Yeah, but again, not double the backtracking. I had to double everything. Oh, I don't have enough room for my ammo and the key I need and this freaking herb that I need because I'm about to go get my butt kicked by a boss, which way I drop. Yeah. The herb. You the, take, the take, herb. take your chances take your the boss. Chances. <laughs> well, what about you two? What is your favorite? I remember it until you asked. Oh, uh, Code Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say RE2 as well. I prefer RE2 overall. Mainly OG or remake? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> RE2, look, I, my intro into Resident Evil was I had the demo disc 
the demo demo of re2 and i was like what the hell is this game and then it just kicked off from there i can't remember what i got the demo with oh it was with my director's cut but yeah i thought this was a great game but um <laughs> nah the remake is better i have to say just the improved graphics and stuff like that and they kind of cleaned up the storyline a little so yeah All right, I'm gonna have to say Resident Evil Village. I know, I know. Everybody's like, "Whoa!" You gotta back that up. (laughs) Okay, here we go. The storyline was way different in the aspect of the other Resident Evil games because in this one, the main character isn't a badass. They are truly terrified through the entire thing. And even more so terrified that they have the ability to instantly heal. But they're pushed through the entire game to pers- in the pursuit of like one goal, which is to save their kid. And in the end, dies anyway. Like, totally fast backwards from the normal Resident Evil plot lines we have. I will say Resident Evil Village was my favorite in a long... Like, it... Nothing grabbed me quite like Village did. It was it was the best I had played in a while. I'll agree to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked how they also tried to go like almost full circle with the whole um, Spencer thing with yes. the Mother Miranda, and I liked that too. Mm-hmm. That's another good example of them uh, making not necessarily a prequel, but like you said, circling it all back and making the story more cohesive. Knowing that mm-hmm. knowing that Spencer didn't just wake up one day and find a plant. <laughs> huh, found this plant. Somebody found the one. Should we smoke it? <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I did that first day. Like, hey man, uh, it's dried out over there. Oh my gosh. So yeah, village for me. Well, kind of going back a little bit, I did really like Code Veronica as well. I never got to play past the jail cell. Really? The very beginning. I never did. So you watched the intro videos like, oh, that was crazy. So what Oh my God, that was crazy. (laughs) We had that in common. uh, How old was I? I? I played through the whole thing. But going back and playing it again recently, I was like, how the fuck did I do this Yeah, with those controls? I've only ever beat it once. I, I played Resident Evil 4 because my dad bought it and then decided he hated it on GameCube. And I played it. And I was like, this is amazing. I'm going to be addicted to Resident Evil for the rest of my life. And then uh, <laughs> went out and bought Code Veronica because it's just the first one I saw in like a local game store. And I uh, played it and beat it. I was probably like eight. And then a few years later, I went back to play it. And I was like, what the fuck is this game? How do you? <laughs> what is? What is this trash? <laughs> Still, by far, so what? one of my favorite. It was my introduction to Chris, um, um, which I I, lo- I loved how they did an entire, a full complete story campaign, and then you beat the game, and you go all the way back to the beginning to Chris climbing a mountain. You're like, all right, now him. And I was like, this is crazy. This is awesome. Loved everything about it. Loved the plot line. <laughs> the gameplay was awful, but fun in its own way because mm-hmm. unique 
that see that's why I never could get past the jail cell. I'm sh- I do remember playing it way back when when it first came out, and I did get out of the jail cell, but it was also a rented copy, and I only got to like, got like maybe the first couple minutes of it, and then I never got to play it again because you know my brothers and sisters were jerks. So you never met you never so. met Lucas. <laughs> I never got to meet Lucas. I I did watch all the videos. I will admit I watched all the like CGI, you know, cutscenes, and I watched it all, so I knew what the heck was going on. But I never got the experience. Lucas was also my introduction to video games that wanted to be single player, but you weren't alone, so you had help. But he was like over here doing his own thing. And I remember even as a kid being like, "Why the fuck? Things are exploding. There's zombies. Stop walking away from me." <laughs> So, we talked about our favorite ones. What's next? What's the next question? Can I'm we? Hyped. Can we? Um, okay. What would you like to see a crossover with Resident Evil? Dino Crisis, not Fortnite. Silent Hill. Oh. <laughs> Silent Hill. No. Oh fuck yeah. No. Oh yeah. I piss my pants. <laughs> no, I would. I would stop. I would enjoy seeing that because Silent Hill is all about um, how hard, like, you're just a guy with a radio, and you realistically can't fight back all of this stuff, and then you just, like, drop Chris and Liana, they're like, ah, this is crazy, pow pow, alright, <laughs> now what? <laughs> I could travel through a mirror, alright, I guess. <laughs> pow pow, this is crazy. <laughs> God. Oh. I think a Silent Hill one would be great, but I would be terrified to play it. You'd have to play that one, and I'd have to watch. Okay. I'm terrified of Silent Hill because I, I only Silent have a radio. <laughs> if I can't shoot it, I don't want to play it. And, and that is why I never uh, beat Biohazard. If I can't mm-hmm. fight back, it's terrifying. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> uh, I don't know. That's a good one. Silent Hill's a good one. I kind of like the whole Dino Crisis thing too. Yeah, because fucking, you could make it fucking zombie dinosaurs. Yep. You want to add terrifying to new bioweapons? God. And there's time travel on that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have to say Parasite Eve. A mutated T Rex. Oh. Oh god. That already existed. Time Leon shot him. <laughs> <laughs> We sure we're, oh, sure we're not talking about an elephant <laughs> in a zoo. Fuck your T-Rex. No, I'd, I'd have to say Parasite Eve and Resident Evil crossover would be really awesome. And it would work because Parasite Eve is based off of, you know, a parasite. So you guys are all going like horror mixed with horror. I want to see something crazy. I want to see like Resident Evil like Mario or some shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Because if you mix horror with horror, then it's just two scary things that kind of cancel each other out. <laughs> so, like, I'll give Resident Evil Cyberpunk. There you go. See? Ooh, that'd be kind of cool. Oh my god. Resident Evil Cyberpunk. Oh. I've got a new idea for a patron episode. <laughs> Cyberpunk. Hey, I'm on the Cyberpunk buzz at the moment, okay? Just, I love it. <laughs> Uh, uh, Resident Evil and uh, any of the Elder Scrolls. You lose your gun. Same, same, see, same BOWs, same zombies, all that funness. But all you have is, you know, swords and magic. Swords, boards, and magic yeah. swords. 
Oh my god. That would be... I did play a mod on Skyrim where it was like 28 days later mod and like everything was just zombified <laughs> and coming after you. So, okay. How would a Mario... I'm curious though. How would a Mario and a Resident Evil crossover work? Okay, so you have... Bowser, right? Okay. Meets Wesker. <laughs> okay. Go on. I'm trying to think what Bowser would be like. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure Wesker wouldn't think Bowser's already a B.O.W. <laughs> well, I feel like he would experiment on him, realize like, okay, he doesn't have any of the viruses in him. What can we inject him with? So I'm trying to think of what one he would inject him with. Nemesis. Not what? <laughs> That's two viruses. It could be the G virus. Yeah. That shell has yeah. pretty big spikes on it. <laughs> yeah. G-Virus will mutate that even more. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh so he he injects him with the G-Virus, right? Hmm. So then, of course, he mutates. Or with the shell and like, eyes? It could. See, Mario doesn't carry a gun. The only, the only person <laughs> the only person Bowser's got to worry about is um, Bullet Bill. Bullet Bill. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We use the hat from Super Mario Odyssey and we possess Bullet Bill to take down Bowser. It <laughs> shots only. Well, no, you go for the eyes. Oh, no. I'm stuck in the intro because it would just be, you know, Resident Evil. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, what want your guys' thoughts on this? Okay, so if we did a cyberpunk crossover and let's say the infected person had mantis blades, oh God. would they still be functional even though they're in zombie state? Um, well, they could if it's be a perfect the crossover. Las Plagas where they could still use them. Oof. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's surviving that world. No, not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance, because all it is is guns and cyber mods. <laughs> and even what the mono wire? Can you imagine a flailing zombie with a mono wire? Oh my god! Uh, Cut my, his own head off. My character has that. <laughs> yes. It my character has mono wire. To headshots mm. only, except for everybody's heads made out of metal. So. Well, it's never stopped me. I have a full <laughs> melee build. <laughs> Me uh, too. Oh god, and they have Sandevastan ability too. Oh. Could you imagine if Octane turned, right, with her chainsaw arm? Just put a bag on her head and she'll be one of the chainsaw yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah. You guys I think you guys are yes, it would be terrifying. But it's it's no different because every single time Leon or Chris specifically have to do something, it's a bunch of crazy new shit with its new virus or an upgraded version or whatever. Everyone around them will die because they always do, but they'll be fine because they'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah, plot armor. Yeah. <laughs> Leon's gonna do some bullshit fucking backflips and whatever. 
and then he's gonna get random help from somebody who's like Leon, and then Chris is just gonna watch everybody die, pull together, and get it on himself. It's it's gonna be Ada in the background saving exactly. Leon's ass <laughs> every fucking time. Yeah. Here, have this special RPG that you didn't know existed for this one boss. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, okay. What else we got? What a patron chat day. Let's. What else we got? Uh, have you guys... You know, go ahead. No, no, no. It's like, you know, when you had stuff planned in your head and you're like, oh, <laughs> God, it's gone. You guys remember... You guys ever seen uh, Flash Kits? Indeed. Uh, have you seen the Furocalypse? No. I don't okay. think I have. Well, basically, Wait. you guys know anything about 40K? Uh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, f- uh, Black Templars find furries. They go to oh. war. Oh, is this, is this the planet? That they find, yes. And but it's, it's a whole series. That was the that was like the second one. I watched the uh, planet at, one. At what? At one point, they find Sonic, and all of his pals, and that's a whole thing. That's what I imagine. Some of the the merging of Resident Evil, and like Mario would be. Oh my god! Now, <laughs> if if you did Resident Evil and Sonic, Wesker could work with Doctor Robotnik, and we could just go super fast. <laughs> yeah, we just, just blue blur in. through people's heads. Well, until they get Sonic turned, him and Knuckles. That would be such a gory thing. This <laughs> 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 red streaks everywhere. Yeah, just Sonic just spinning up and just cutting people to ribbons. Oh, I love it. No, I imagine you know, like the the containment things that Sonic had to jump on and all the things came out of So imagine Robotnik slash Wesker infected at least one animal inside and then when he opens that up it's just a mess of gore and whatever's left in there. You saved... Oh, no, I didn't. (laughs) My God. Which is exactly what Wesker would do. Yeah. (laughs) If Even if Dr. Robotnik didn't want to. Oh, I've trapped all these animals in here. Hmm. I'm gonna plan. I'm not gonna tell him about oh, this is, this is random. Did anyone watch that new um, Sonic series, Sonic Prime? I did, and it was great. Did you like Tails' <laughs> new little thing with the nine tail thing? That was awesome. It's got robot oh, tails now. Dude, he's cool. <laughs> I'm a little edge lord, so if it doesn't involve Shadow, I really don't care about Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> Shadow's uh. We won't ruin it, but he's not Shadow. Oh, <laughs> this isn't a Sonic lore. Class, I know, so I know. We got off on a kick. Ruin it? No, I was saying you could definitely ruin it. Oh yeah, because this is Resident Evil. Well, so. spoilers for everybody who hasn't seen it. Shadow's very, like, not emo emo. He's like that. I care about you, but I'm gonna pretend to be edgy, kind of. Oh, gross. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not Shadow. Shadow doesn't care about anybody else but himself. Oh, okay. Well, here, I'll try to steer it back into conversation. Nah. What do you believe next, uh, besides from main canon, like RE9, uh, the remake that they will do next? Code Veronica. Veronica. Veronica? I will fly you know? to Japan and fight somebody if it's not Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fly with you. <laughs> Resident Evil Lord Castle will pay for all the tickets. We're all flying. <laughs> Do you think they'll keep it in her or they'll just keep it in Veronica? (sighs) Honestly, what they could do 
what I wish they would do. You know, they do Code Veronica. Go back and do Zero. Mm. Mm. They could actually do an actual remake of one. They can do the outbreaks. They they won't do like they won't do like Survivor and those types of games. Mm. But I could see them having potential for those. I feel like there'd be money if they took like Survivor and some of those like really small, smaller type games, did a full remake, but in like one package. You know yeah. what I mean? They could so be then chapters. Make a sixty dollars game, but have it all essentially a bunch of mini games. True. That would be cool. I'd like that. The launching they... cost Outbreak is. Oh, Outbreak's definitely its own game, independent. Outbreak yeah. was it. <sighs> I, I would think s- if, if, if they're going to do anything, they would need to do Outbreak one and two because I don't. I yeah, truly don't. Once on, you I'm... beat the game once, it's it takes zero time to go right back through the game. The hardest part about the game is figuring things out. Yeah. And there's an elephant. It's just <laughs> a zombie elephant. I, I really think they're going to, like Ariel said, I think they're going to go back and do quite a few of them remakes because it also buys them time. To continue the series, while making fans happy, still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I wish they would do these things. I wish like they do Veronica Zero. You know, all the games I mentioned. That'd be awesome if they did. And like you said, it would buy them time to keep coming out with Resident Evil Twenty Two. You know, Resident Evil Twenty Two. <laughs> I. What I see them doing is remaking. Several of the classics, highly requested ones, making maybe Resident up to Resident Evil 10, maybe 12. And then I feel like they're going to do something with the Silent Hill crew. It's really pushing forward to that, especially since they have a really good dynamic between the two crews. I Mm. foresee them trying to build a game together. I could see that since... Resident Evil now is going more towards the mm-hmm. survival or other than just the shoot 'em up where it was. With uh, seven and eight, mostly seven, but. Yeah. That's what I think is the future of Resident Evil at this point. I mean, mm-hmm. they've they've been in talks. The, the lead head coordinators of both Resident Evil Project and the Silent Hill Projects have been talking and they're really good friends. So, I mean, it could be in the works sooner rather than later. Oh, it'd be so good. But they do need to streamline all the games, so they are. They play pretty much exactly the same. Yeah, I think that's what they're gunning for here. At least the fan. Yeah, when RE2 Remake came out, and I was like, whoa, this does not play at all like the original. And it's, I found it so much better. I was like, oh, this is better. I'm not shooting around a blind corner hoping I'm cracking a zombie. So. <laughs> Take you know, controls. I can hear shuffling. Hopefully I'll shoot and I'll hit something. I used to just sporadically shoot into the... <laughs> you still do that. I do. I do. But now that it's first person or third person even... I don't have to do that. Just shoot into the dark. Nope, I hit something. <sighs> well, I think 
this is the perfect time for us to go to a mid break. And when we come back, we'll do some more patron chat stuff. What? No way. What? No way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here we are in the middle of the episode. Ariel. Yep. You know what we do here? Nope. It's you my should. first day on the job. You should, so. liar. We've done 63 of these. <laughs> uh, Get out of here. Uh, <sighs> that splinter. That's what's getting to you. That splinter. No, I done like squeezed it out of my fingers. So. <laughs> well, uh, well, what we do here is we thank our patrons. Oh, yeah. And we start with our VIP patrons like Cerberus91, Chaotic Kia. Who's here today? Thank Chris. You. Oh, Chris Slate. Connor Losco, Donnie Shanks, Everything Res Evil, Naked Mango, who's also here today? No. No. <laughs> Pocket <laughs> Comet, The Seven Sins, and William Jackson. And for our All Access patrons, we have Dead Socks, Edward Parks, and Jeremy Kelly, and Remington Cloutier. And for our official patrons, we have Ryan Black and Some Random Guy. I love that. Just some random guy. Some random guy. Some random guy. (laughs) So thank you to our patrons. You're all wonderful. And thank you to our two patrons here, especially for coming and joining us and doing this episode and making it so we don't have to think of something this entire episode to do. Uh, (laughs) I'm awful. That's kind of our job. (laughs) No. Everybody needs a break once in a while. I don't want to use my brain. Oh. Does that change ever? Never. <laughs> I'll say, like, I could use a break. Kind of work me to death. I do. Ask him a phasmophobia. But our, 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 our listeners appreciate it, and so do our patrons. And, you know, they appreciate you. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm only here because Daniel pays me. <laughs> oh, so the truth comes out. But it's not a lot. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's not a lot. Don't worry. Yeah, where do you think those Hot Pockets come from? <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of that, I got something for you. I want to get oh, paid Let's in go. Hot Pockets. Yes, thank you, listeners, because without you, we wouldn't have a show. Where, you know, we get to talk about Resident Evil and bash Aaron for like an hour. Yeah, it's fun. So, it is. A <laughs> lot of fun. For you. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, but in all seriousness, thanks to the patrons for giving us money to do this and helping to support the show and keeping it going. And thank you to the listeners for listening and keeping it going and giving us a reason to do it. It's fun. I love this. But on that note, Daniel, what'd you bring for the mid-break? Darn it. (laughs) Not this time. So, on Etsy, if you want to act like you work for Umbrella, you can carry a lanyard around. It looks like you can put your own little ID in there. It does have certain things it has. But it looks like you can put your picture and everything in there. It is made by Raven Laboratories. It does ship out of Germany. So it's currently $22.13. More than likely, it does have shipping and some type of international shipping. But you can get different variations that look like they're almost the same price for the different IDs. But that is on Etsy by Raven Laboratories. If you want to get an ID and then go around saying you work for Umbrella. 
I kind of want one. I kind of want one too. Arrow will post it in the show notes. Because I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already an umbrella employee. They already were trying to figure out where I got all the IDs from. Stole them off of dead bodies. Ironic. <laughs> so, Ariel, what'd you bring for us this mid-break? <laughs> well, I read an article, much like I always do. Mm-hmm. And this one comes from Game Rant, and the title is New Resident Evil 4 Remake Screenshots Emerge. <gasps> do tell. Oh, I will. So, some new screenshots from Resident Evil 4 have been doing the rounds recently. And a post on Twitter from the official Japanese RE portal, fans have been treated to more images, which show some familiar locations, such as the castle area. And, oh, they're they're pretty fucking cool. And it does, like, it's so dark, too. So it seems like they're sticking with that whole dark vibe. And I can't really, like, describe these photos to do it justice. I'm going to definitely post the link to this in the show notes. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen these new screenshots, you need to take a look. Definitely. So yeah, that's what I have. They're super fucking cool. <laughs> and I can't wait. I'm so excited for this game. Comes out two months. Two months. Two months. <clears throat> so, um, no, my God, so long. I'm tired of waiting. We waited how long for this? Long time. Years. Long time. No, we wait long time. <laughs> long time. Oh, gosh. So uh, I brought this uh, last time we recorded, and I messed up the audio for the recording. <laughs> yeah, Aaron. <laughs> uh, but you can go to Etsy, and from the creator Glad Fox Handcrafted, you can get a T-Virus Umbrella Corporation bullet whiskey glass engraved with the Resident Evil logo and um, their mottos. And uh, it's pretty cool. And I want one. And uh, you can get it from Etsy for uh, $37.49. And they have a couple different options for the engraving, too. They can get, you know, different symbols and, you know, characters. And you can get all kinds of things. They even have a Shinra glass. And I'm, I love me some Final Fantasy VII. This is a Resident Evil podcast. I know, but. <laughs> but that's what I have. How about uh, reminding? Yeah, I do. We were talking about Sonic earlier, so I figured we could just, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it's okay if other people do it. Oh, not me though. But it, not it was you. also about a crossover, <laughs> not Sonic itself. There could be a Final Fantasy uh, Resident Evil crossover. Yeah, Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, let's go. Big money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just cast life on them. They'll be fine. <sighs> so, uh, how about Kia? And Mango, did you bring anything for the mid-break? I don't know if you know this about me, but I always bring just the weirdest <laughs> shit I can find, so of course. <laughs> See, this is why we love you. <laughs> uh, so I brought two things, because I can never decide. I found a on Redbubble a t-shirt that says it's got three checks, but only one is check-marketed. Uh, single, taken, and mentally dating Carl Heisenberg. 
<laughs> for those of you that like, uh, you know, Heisenberg getting paid. Mentally dating Carl Heisenberg. And then I found a, a liquor plushie, which is both adorable and just terrifying to look at. I can't describe it, so I'm just going to put it here for them to add to the show notes. Um, it's called a Resident Evil 3 Nemesis Liquor Cutie plus uh, vinyl figure. It's uh, $73.99. Oh my God. I also, I also go out of my way to drive Ariel insane. That's... That's intense. <laughs> it's that's it's just intense. That's all I've got for it. It's throwing its ass back. <laughs> <laughs> you want your liquor to twerk. <laughs> yeah, but look at that tongue on it too. Like <laughs> it reaches. It reaches. Oh, I'm sure it does reach. <laughs> sure it does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's something else. I don't know how I feel about the zipper on its mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Just to keep it quiet. Uh, (laughs) It is insane how easy it is to find these weird ass things. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's available for pre-order right now. Oh, I think Ariel should get one. I've got no words. (laughs) I've got no words. Uh, it finally happened. <laughs> Can we just go back to Heisenberg? Because at Can least, we- like, he's <laughs> nice to look at. Oh, my God. Oh, God. So, uh, on that weird note, uh, Kia, did you bring anything for us today? Um, I can't remember. Oh, that's new. Okay, um, I don't know if anyone's got it yet. Um, I've just found it. I'll post it. A Resident Evil 8 replica house crest set, which seems pretty neat. Um, I'll post that in there eventually. Um, this impressive house medallion set from Resident Evil Village contains four heavily detailed medallions from the game and is limited to 5,000 worldwide. Each box is individually numbered. Um, I will post that where I can but that seems pretty cool why aren't you working fine but yes um, I thought replica house crests would be awesome to have around the house and they look nice and shiny shiny house crests I like shiny 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 but you don't like house crests Oh, and also I forgot to tell you the price. It's ninety dollars Australian. There you go. So that's like what eighty? Don't look at me. Seventy dollars US. You look right over at me. I did. I don't. Come on, look currency you. calculator. My calculator <laughs> right here. You should click on that so we can see it. Ooh, that does actually look really cool. <laughs> okay, Ooh. that's that's awesome. It's ninety dollars US. Oh, okay, so the same price. Yeah. There you go. Problem solved. Ooh, and it's got the it's got the little platform and everything. Ooh, that's mm. cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I want to get this and use it as a dice tray. <laughs> <laughs> like dice go. tray and coasters. Let's go. We should we should get a hold of uh, Fan Roll and see if they'll make a dice tray like this. Okay. <laughs> well, I I know I'm talking about 40k a lot, but I play Space Wolves. 
and I have to roll about four billion fucking die every time I attack. <laughs> so this would be amazing for that. Oh, let's go! <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that's awesome. That's fucking intense. Like, he brought it right back up to the liquor, and that's just... <laughs> He's looking at it for himself. I've been keeping it in the background. Like, so. are, is that tongue exciting you or something? Cause... No, it was just up. It wasn't the tongue. Oh, it, was, it was throwing oh, no. it. Because it was throwing uh, it back, remember? And on that note, I think it's time we uh, <laughs> in the, in, go on. to the end of the episode. <laughs> Except where I talk about our sponsor. What? And our sponsor is Fanroll Dice. So head on over there and use our promo code AlmightyC10, which is A-L-L, Mighty, and the letter C, 10, and save yourself 10% off on dice. Dice trays, dice bags, dice towers. Unfortunately, not a dice tray that has, like, the family crests from Village, but they still have some pretty cool dice trays. They so do. Head on over there. And use our promo code to save yourself 10% off of your purchase. Woo-woo! I love them. They're so awesome. I mean, they do have some pretty sweet dice. Mm-hmm. I think they even do. I have to look into it, but I think they do Warhammer 40k and stuff dice, too. Like, if it's... I mean, I'm on their website right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm going to check it out. They have deals all the time, too, that our promo code stacks on, so it's awesome. But with that being said, I think that brings us to the end of the middle of the show. So we can start the beginning of the end of the show? Let's go! So here we are, at the end of the episode. Ariel. What now? I just want to say, I've had a blast with you. That makes one of us. (laughs) That's what she said. That's what she said. Oh my god. So we're at the end of the episode, which we've got time, I think, for what? Two more? Depends. Two more topics? It all depends. It all depends. All right. So uh let's let's we're gonna rapid fire topic. Go. <laughs> well I had I had something that I wanted to bring up. Oh. Uh would you guys like to see Jake come back? From State Farm? Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Khakis and all. Khakis and all. <laughs> I'm wearing khakis. <laughs> If he came back dressed up as Jake from State Farm. That needs to be an unlockable it's a, it's costume. A, yeah, it's a DLC yes. costume. <laughs> yes. Perfection. Jake, come back. What if you say you don't get the reference? No. No, what? No. I thought somebody said I don't get this reference. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, the State Farm thing. Yeah, I don't get the State Farm thing. I'm like, oh. Oh, I can- oh, got you. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm send a video. Uh-oh. <laughs> she is getting a video for both Daniel and Mango. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, okay. Oh my god, Jake Mueller. I would like to see him come back. I think it's a huge plot point that they were just like, "Whoa, Wesker has a uh, somebody who considers a legitimate son," mm-hmm. and then they were like, "Yeah." So anyway, here's Biohazard. <laughs> <laughs> That's Never exactly exactly what happened. <laughs> Oh my god. I'd like to see him come back. Get a closure there. It'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Well they brought back well was it was it Ashley who was with him? No, it was um little girl. Sherry. 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 
so they, they brought her back, you know, so why not? They, they do a good job of keeping characters in, you know what I mean? If they've, if they've been in and not died, they come back at some point for something. True. Except for Zero. <laughs> Billy's probably dead. I would have liked to seen what happened to him, to I be know. honest. What if we got a Jake, Rebecca, and Billy game? We also need Steve if he do that. In Borderlands? No. Steve from Shut Code the Veronica. Fuck up, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> With his golden guns. <laughs> I'd like to see them all come back. Yeah. It's just a fighting game. They just fight each other. <laughs> it's Capcom versus again. Yeah. yeah, that's all. They were like, you know what? We were not going to bring them back in games, but fans want the characters. Boom, done. Capcom it. versus Marvel. We did it, everybody. Case closed. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Kia, what do you think? You, you want you want Jake to make a return? To be honest, I want Alex Wiska to make a return. <laughs> Who? Be like that, man. We could be high class. It was great. I was like, man, that was that was actually going to be another one of my questions: is how you guys felt about Revelations? I love, I loved Revelations. I and love I the- genuinely, I genuinely think Alex is going to come back because she's clearly not dead. Yeah, they give us a tease of her in what game was it? Um, was it Ariverse? No, what was the other one? Oh, you're talking about... Hang on, where's my Steam? What the fuck was it called? Oh, what Resistance. Was Resistance. Yeah, Resistance. And I was like, oh, who is this crazy monster set up these traps and kill me? Uh, what do you think, Ariel? Want Alex to come back? Eh, yeah, why not? <laughs> Bring, Bring them all back. Still waiting for Wesker to come back like just Wesker he's not dead that ship has sailed he's dead now oh no he's not could you imagine if Alex Wesker was really just Albert Wesker mind swapped and and drag (laughs) hey Code Veronica we keep coming back to Code Veronica (laughs) that was his whole thing yeah that was that they could pull that back (laughs) I'm just saying, it's a, it's a possibility. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts, Daniel? Yeah, I should bring them all back, but not it was a good story. Yeah, let's not do a six again. Well, the only thing I could think of is if they don't do it as its own standalone, like if it was like nine or ten, for example, but they do it as another Revelations, because the Revelations are always seem like side stories. For the most mm-hmm. part, I mean, they usually have a big story, but they're yeah. side stories. Like you could do without the revelations, and it may not kill the the main story too much. Yeah, but I mean, they're still good stories, and I'm glad that they're canon for the most part. Maybe not some of the stuff from the second one, but yeah. That brings it back to Mango's original question of how we felt about revelations. I liked the first one, but not the second one. I wasn't a huge fan of the second one, to be honest. The fear. What was wrong with the second one? The BOWs, the fear. Like they were just the, the really infected people that they preyed on your fear. 
the Phobos virus. Or yeah. Whatever. I thought the concept was... Well, I personally thought the concept was really cool. Mostly because it was explained as just being one big experiment for what was supposed to be a much larger project. Uh, I don't know. I didn't... I don't know why. I can't really pinpoint. I just... For me, the story wasn't really there for me. There was a story, yes. Like, things happened, but... You didn't like Moira complaining the whole time. I, I was not a fan of Moira at all. None. I was upset that that was fucking What's-His-Nuts' his daughter. Barry. Barry. Yeah, Barry. <laughs> Barry. Barry What's-His-Nuts. You respect him, okay? Barry's earned his name. I'm tired right now, so names are kind of... But, yeah. Like, she was a disappointment to be Barry's daughter. Well, that was her whole. That was her. Her entire point behind being that was all of that. Oh, because she shot her fucking sister. I I person I feel like if I shot my fucking sister, I'd be pretty fucked up too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I don't know. Honestly, just... what, between that particular pair, what bothered me the most was Claire. Because I... for the love of fuck, how many times are you going to get captured and wind up on some random island? <laughs> If I had a nickel for every time that happened, I'd have two. It's still pretty fucking weird that it happened. <laughs> uh, I I didn't like the fact that both of them were so against guns, especially Claire. Like, I can get Moira's whole deal, but Claire being against guns, like, you literally had to use them to survive a city full of zombies. You had to use them again to survive a massive experiment on an island. Like, you've had to use it so many times. Why are you so against guns? Like, I think her whole thing was less about being against guns and more against violence. She was trying to save the world. Like, like Chris has the BSAA. He's trying to like kick in doors and like all of that. She's trying to do it all politically. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, she wasn't necessarily against guns. She immediately fought back. With the exception of whatever the fuck happened... Well, when yeah. she was first captured. I don't know why she didn't fight back then, but... Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I That whole game, the whole hiding all the time is what got me. Like, I didn't like the fact that I had to hide through half the game, it felt like. Yeah. No. I enjoyed it. The storyline was really good. But the hiding thing is what got me. I think if they would have added some form of um, trying to think of how to describe it because I wouldn't even know how to add it to the game but they, they made the Phobos virus uh, if you get spooked you turn into uh, you know a zombo but it really truly didn't affect Claire or Moira in the slightest so there was never any fear there it would have made it a lot more creepy if you had to worry about stuff like that Maybe Jason's all about the Phobos fear. Fear. I was waiting for you to make a Jason reference. Oh my god. Well, on that note, I think that's all we have for today's episode. So, uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you, too, for joining us and hanging out with us. As usual, it's always a pleasure. I'm here to displease. <laughs> uh, before we go, always though, say what? It's always a fun time with you guys. It's always a great time. It's always a great time. Always uh, a great time. 
before we go, uh, do either one of you have anything like you're doing or anything you want to share with everybody? Uh, not at this stage, Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actually, I just recently started streaming, but not to stream stream. It's specifically for like my friends who don't have they have kids and don't have a lot of time to play games and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So if anybody wants to check out uh, the world's quietest stream, I don't even have <laughs> my camera turned on. By all means, by Naked all Man means. go on Twitch. <laughs> Sweet. I don't <laughs> turn my camera on either. Yeah, you don't. You don't. <laughs> Six months. Ariel, do you got anything you want to share? Used to be the keeper for Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries, where I will be again one day. Travis has kind of taken over to give me a little break so I can play. Mm-hmm. Do the Legend of Zelda, well, I'm a co-host in the Legend of Zelda lore cast, where we talk about Legend of Zelda. Imagine that. What's that? Legend of Zelda. What's that? Podcast. It's where you have to go save an annoying princess all the time. Hey, 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 hey. Lava is hot. Lava is hot. Oh, gosh. Well, then, Daniel, do you have anything you want to share? So normally, you can follow me on Twitch slash Fumbling4Daniel. I stream Mondays and Thursdays around 7 p.m. Central Time. Right now, it's Skyrim on Mondays and Shadow of the Tomb Raider on Thursdays. And then if Aaron streams a game that I would like to play, <laughs> I, gener- I generally will either play with him or I will stream as well, depending on the game. So currently we've been streaming Phasmophobia, mm-hmm. but it just depends on the game. So sometimes I'm just in his games. Other times I am uh, destroying his channel when I'm in there. And then also we have the Knights of Darkness Season 2 will be coming out on the Cthulhu Patreon and it'll be Werewolf the Apocalypse for that season. Let's go. And the Cthulhu Patreon will be up February, first week of February sometime. So, Well, <laughs> to piggyback on what Daniel said, yes, I stream Almighty Crit on Twitch uh, every Thursday at 9 p.m. Oh, well, I don't even know when I stream. I just show the fuck up and let everybody else do it. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, we did change it. Uh, So, yeah, we stream Wednesdays, 9 p.m. Central Time, and then we stream Saturdays, 9 p.m. Central Time. And, uh, you know, we most of the time right now, we just play whatever the hell tickles our fancy and we can screw around and have fun in and entertain massive amounts of people. And sometimes you can even find me in there. Yeah, I know. Mad shit. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. button prompting and mash shit. Yeah. Uh, I invite anyone who wants to come hang out with us to come hang out with us and uh, screw with us because we have button prompts and noise sound effects and all kinds of fun stuff to do. Um, and if you have a game that you want to recommend for us to screw around in or if we've got a slot open you want to come screw around with us, you're more than welcome to join us. I do Dead Space. <laughs> do Dead Space. Never. <laughs> but on that note before we go when you said we play whatever tickles our fancy immediately thought of the liquor plushie oh my god come <laughs> back to haunt it's tickling your fancy oh. well um, on, on that note I think we ran out of time uh, thanks for listening uh, goodbye <laughs> thank you alright well t- until next week thank you all for listening tune in next week with Bye another there. patron chat episode yes!
Later. Deuces. Thanks for joining us tonight on the Resident Evil Lurecast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, tell a friend. Leave a comment and review. If you want to keep chatting with us about all things Resident Evil, you can find us on the Robots Radio Discord. You can also chat with us at RE Lurecast on Twitter. Till next time, stay safe out there. And remember, we might have something that might interest you, stranger.